0: Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania.
1: And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two, and that means we welcome in Ross Tucker. Ross, how are you doing today? Jim, awesome. Always. Love talking with you. Love talking Penn State football. Let's do it. All right, let's get right to it. This week is the has been the traditional signing day. We know it's not as big as that December day, but but it brings up the uh, recruiting and this 22 class for Penn State. And don't worry, everyone. We are going to get to our series where Ross takes a look at every one of the players individually, gives us his scouting report. But today, what I want to do, Ross, is just get the overview of this class. We know it's highly rated. Looks pretty good as far as both quality and quantity. What I think my first thought with this is the quality at the top of the class at really important positions. Let's start with quarterback, where they have a a big-time five-star quarterback. Some say the best quarterback recruit in the country. Not a bad place to start for a recruiting class, is it?
0: Well, it's funny, Jim. How long have we been doing this where we've said, you know, they just don't have that quarterback that's talented enough to get them over the top to the point where they're in the college football playoff? You know, they certainly have a guy that's ranked high enough. I mean, now the flip side is, you know, Christian Hackenberg was the number one ranked guy out of high school, too. And that didn't exactly go as planned, especially as sophomore and junior years. But certainly, uh, Drew,
1: uh, and I, I never know how to say his last name, Aller or do you know? Well, I'll tell you what, they did, Penn State put out a video of the kids who came in early, and Drew was one of them, and he pronounced it Aller. So that's what I, if he says it that way, that's what I'm going. That's with. my rule. I always go with what the guy says. That's his name. No, I'm Ross Tucker,
0: by the way. Um, so it's not Tucker. No, it's not Ross Tucker. Um, so, no, I mean, Jim, it is an absolutely fantastic uh, place to start. And, uh let's hope he's the guy that can get him over the hump. I do think it's interesting that even after Aller committed, that Bo Prabula, you know, stayed strong with his commitment. He's not, not wavering from the competition. I don't know if uh, he just has that much faith in him or we've talked before. Maybe it's a Trace McSorley, Christian Hackenberg thing. And maybe Prabula ends up being better than Aller or, or maybe, you know, Prabhu gives it a shot and then decides, you know what, I should go elsewhere if Aller does, in fact, beat him out. But the point is, I mean, six four and a half, 232 already? I mean, he is an impressive physical specimen. I've seen some of the throws that he's capable of making. And if you're a Penn State fan, you have to be very, very excited. It is a tremendous place to start for the the recruiting class to get a quarterback uh, of that ilk and honestly you know looking at the you know getting the number one running back which i'm sure you'll get to arguably number one quarterback getting these five-star guys i guess i'm surprised that penn state's national rank is sixth i'm surprised they're not like top three or four you know would have the number one running back
1: and quarterback maybe Well, Russ, there's such a concentration of talent with those very top teams. It's Every year it's going to be Alabama, it's going to be Ohio State. This year we all know Texas A&M threw a lot of NIL money at the recruiting class, so they actually have the number one rated class. So I'll I'll take sixth. That's not not too bad if you're Penn State. And I do like that you mentioned Bo Perbola also so that there is a backup Plan to Drew Aller, you alluded to it already. Not only the number one quarterback in the country, but also the number one running back in Nicholas Singleton, and he's a guy from uh, your own backyard, Ross. Yeah, he
0: went to Governor Mifflin High School, which is in Reading, Pennsylvania, where I'm from, like an hour west of Philadelphia. And you know, I heard about him, Jim, when he was in seventh and eighth grade. You know, that's that's the insider knowledge that other people don't get. <laughs> Uh, but no, they, I mean, in seventh and eighth grade, they said he was just unbelievable. And then ninth grade, he was already Governor Mifflin starting running back. He, I think, led the county in rushing. And uh, I can distinctly remember Jim. I, I think I was the first one that texted some folks at Penn State and said, this guy's worth having on your radar screen for sure. <laughs> and, and then that was based on his freshman video. And then he really improved greatly between his freshman and sophomore year. He got taller and, like, leaned out a little bit. I think the coaches did a good job uh, at at Governor Mifflin of giving him um, some more space to work with. His freshman year, he was kind of like a fullback in an option offense. And then they moved him back more to, like, a tailback role uh, which better suited him to be able to get speed by the time he got to the line of scrimmage. He's just a physical specimen. I mean, I met him for the first time in December, and he, Jim, he looks like you're supposed to look like. I mean, the neck, the back, the shoulders. I mean, he looks like looks like Eric Dickerson. I, I mean, he just he is impressive looking. And I've watched a lot of his highlight clips over the years. And it's, it's funny. I can remember uh, last year, Governor Mifflin played in the state semifinals when he was a junior against Pine Richland, who ended up winning the state championship. And they had a coach, Eric Kasparovich, And I was texting with him, and he said, it looks like a video game. <laughs> you know, like that's, <laughs> that's what people say when you watch Singleton. It just, he's so explosive and fast it looks like a video game. And he showed that after ninth grade, he went to those Under Armour combines and stuff. He blew him away. I mean, he, he was like the best kid there. And he was just finished his freshman year. He just has that, that natural ability. But also, there, he's
1: a great kid. He's a great kid, works hard, so respectful. He's awesome you know you've got the entire fan base really excited, uh, Ross, which which is a good thing. We have something very much to look forward to. But in talking about these five-star players, there's one more, and I think at a critical position, which is defensive end, we have this Deny Dennis Sutton. Could he even come right in and be a factor immediately, Ross? But he seems like another special player at the top.
0: Well, he definitely um, has a chance. I think the thing that hurts him a little bit is that he didn't enroll early. You know, he signed, uh, but he won't get there till the summer. And I do think there's a decent difference there. I do think there's a decent difference between spring ball or not. I think it makes a pretty big impact. Um, But... That's another position. I mean, honestly, Jim, look, you'd like to get five-star guys at every position, but quarterback, running back, and D-end, pretty good place to start. I mean, if you said to me, Ross, they can get three five-star guys, I'd probably be like, quarterback, running back, I probably would say D-tackle, but D-end's not bad too. And there's opportunity there, for sure, at Penn State. And there is a long line of you know, true freshmen that are really gifted being able to get playing time early on in their careers. It'd be nice if he were there for spring ball, but that's not a possibility. But at least he'll still be there and and be there in camp. And I hope that he has, uh, I hope he has a chance to contribute because It seems like they need him, Jim. And he's got the body type already. You know, that's the thing I think that's so exciting. It's 6'5", 253. Sometimes, you know, these guys need to develop a little bit, need to put on some weight. He's already ready to go. And I didn't know it's deny. I thought it was Danny. (laughs) This whole time I've been calling him
1: Danny Dennis Sutton. Ross, (laughs) you know, you're you're trusting me, which may not be the smart thing to do. But the way it's spelled, D-A-N-I... Unfortunately, since he didn't arrive early, he wasn't on the video, so I didn't get a chance to hear from him. So maybe we should just say Dennis Sutton when we're referring to him. And I don't want to miss one other top 100 player, which is wide receiver Caden Saunders. Remember, he committed really early, and with all this star power, I think he gets forgotten, Ross. And again, is not wide receiver one of those positions where we've seen players step right in early? It is.
0: Yeah, and and they've done so at Penn State. You know, Godwin, and uh, certainly Jahan Dotson, and I think Saunders, I mean, he's ranked 54th. Here's the thing, 5'10", a buck 74. It almost feels like Penn State has a type at receiver. Jahan Dotson, Parker Washington, you know, I used to think, I want one of those 6'3", 6'4", 215-pound receivers. Not anymore. Just give me Dotson and Parker Washington over and over and over again. I'll take, uh, I'll take 5'10", 172 any day of the week. And they did get him to commit really early. It is interesting that Penn State uh, got you know two of the top 50 players, three of the top 54 players, but that two of them, Jim, are from Ohio. It's really stunning, isn't it? Like, you know, that kind of flies in the face of the argument I made other times, which is that Ohio State doesn't lose guys in the state of Ohio. Kind of, kind of flies in the face of that. Although, you know, I think Saunders was just so early. I don't know if Ohio State kept working it or not, and then... Uh, Aller, it's because they had that Ewers kid from Austin, Texas, the number one-ranked kid that committed to Ohio State. So they didn't even try to get Aller, at least at first. And now U- Ewers is already gone.
1: And Aller improved so much in his last couple of years. Penn State was already on him. Ohio State seemed to be a little late. Just to wrap this up, Ross, then there's still also 11 more four-star players. But if I'm going to throw out potential negatives it's we know there's issues has been on the offensive line they only picked up three guys there and that defensive tackle I'm not sure they got that premier guy as you said that's always a premier position isn't it
0: right and they didn't Um, that doesn't mean these guys can't be good players and we've seen guys end up being very good players that weren't the most highly ranked guys Robert Windsor, Austin Johnson, Anthony Zettel. You know, these are not guys that were really highly ranked guys. That that still is a possibility that some of these guys, maybe it's Zane Durant. You know, the interesting thing to me about defensive tackles, it feels like they've really brought a lot of guys in in recent years, Jim. Even just along the D-line. I mean, you could look at it, I'm sure, but... The amount of d linemen they've brought in, it's not for lack of trying. It's almost like they know they're not getting the five-star,
1: so they try to make up for it. All right. Thank you very much on that one, Ross. We're going to wrap up quarter two. Stick around in quarter number three, we ask Ross. This is where the temperatures are unkind.
0: This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on
1: ice. This is Labat hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labat Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it cool.
0: This is Labat hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.